0: Welcome to Buffy Boyfriends. We're boyfriends watching
1: Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm your super Slayer fan, Sam. And I'm, I don't have a punny uh, (laughs) catchphrase or way to describe me, but I'm Mike and I've never seen the show. (laughs) I was thinking it could be like
0: first time Watcher. First First time Watcher. Play on Giles as Watcher, you know? Yeah. And I'm like the Slayer. Yeah. Yeah like maybe could have said this you're a first t- I'm a first time in your long time so true um we're back talking season two episode five reptile
1: boy and what another episode it was yeah the naming conventions on the episodes they're really going off um, they're you're trying, trying mummy to be
0: girl reptile boy
1: yeah and then I it it's not in the it's in it's not in the same lineage but I feel like it's in the same spirit but what was that episode the school hard i feel like Hmm. that is
0: oh yeah i mean this is not i'm not gonna bring our guests in just yet but the naming convention on that one is pretty similar to the show they do uh we'll get there when we get there anyway my gosh last week we didn't even talk about our, our life catch-up for our fans. So we actually could talk about, like, basically three weeks of our life if we wanted to catch people up. Uh, but I feel like the primary thing that has been happening since last we recorded was Valentine's Day celebrations. True. We
1: did celebrate love at the boy, Buffy boyfriend studio. HQ. Yeah. Mm-hmm. we what, what did we do for Valentine's Day? We got dinner. We went out for dinner on the actual day, um, which was very nice, although... It took us a very long time to get our food, and it came out in a weird order. Extremely weird. And also, like, we
0: literally were, we did experience homophobia at the restaurant. Like, there's no other way to explain what happened. It was very light, but it was very, like, that was homophobia. Uh, We were standing in line behind, like, a bunch of other couples who were waiting for their table. And every single couple in front of us, one of, like, the girl, obviously, received a flower. And then they, like, were taken to their table. No flower for either of us. Just just sort of, no one was given anything. We just kind of got taken to our table. And I mean, this is, maybe they were overcorrecting. Maybe they realized their mistake. But then another gay couple came in after us and both of them had flowers. <laughs> they were both given a <laughs> flower. Which is, you
1: know, I, they could have just given us one. Yeah. Do, you, do, do we exude boyfriend status when we're together? Or do you think they were just like, oh, they they just, like, didn't know what day it was, and they're just, like, two pals they're- going out for dinner tonight.
0: I think that we read gay, Uh and, I mean, I, I would have loved to see how they did, t- I mean, who they would give the rose to, you know? It's yeah. just, like, what are you thinking about, hostess at this Mediterranean restaurant? <laughs> what do you think about us? Um, and how does that affect what you do? Should we put them on blast on the buffy boyfriend pod? I don't think so, but the food was very good. Um, and, but I you know I wouldn't want to recommend it in this tone because I feel like I would say, yeah, it, the food was good. We just had this minor negative experience on
1: their busiest night. yeah. But they had lovely music. True, I love, I love a live music at, at dinner. Um, and yeah, it was good. Very chill.
0: And but the, I like honestly, for me, the main Valentine's Day celebration we did was go to a couple's massage, which was all perfection. Yeah, like it was like it was like almost two hours long, and uh, it was just like an awesome,
1: like full afternoon spa experience. No homophobia detected. <laughs> right. Yeah, at least that I, I I didn't I didn't notice any homophobia. There
0: was no homophobia, but there was slight alcoholic bias because <laughs> when we got there, they pulled out a bottle of champagne from their fridge and they and I said neither of us drink, and they said, "Oh, I wish we knew that and we could have gotten you like sparkling apple cider or something." But then by the time we had finished our massage and our jacuzzi, <laughs> uh, they had provided for us uh seltzer and then it seemed like they had sparkling apple cider at that point so they
1: corrected their mistake in the appropriate way yeah i think they i think that was a just miscommunication i'm I'm sure most couples that go to the spa love the bottle of champagne and they they have that on ice ready to go yeah Um, and and we we threw them off we we threw them a curveball and they Corrected. I agree. And it's kind of better that
0: we did it this way because in that scenario we would have had seltzer while we had the jacuzzi, but instead we got to have our seltzer while we had the fondue. Yeah. So that's when I really needed it. It worked out. Anyway. It all worked out. Happy um, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Um what else have you been up to? That's I mean, that's the big thing um, I would say. Cool. Big top. Thing to mention, yeah. But what we also did was watch season two, episode five of Buffy. So true. Oh my god. Well, I actually think. I mean, I know I wanted to brush past and introduce, our guest, but I actually did think of something else I wanted to say. <laughs> we watched *House Moving Castle* instead of the Super Bowl, and it felt like a micro experience of Buffy Boy. Anytime we watch a Studio Ghibli movie, I'm always, I'm like, I feel like it's the same thing where I'm like, is he liking it? Does he think it's good? What's he thinking about? <laughs> uh, and, you know, I guess I'll just have to take him
1: at his word that he did like it. Anyway, it was good. It was, you know, out of the two things I watched that night, that and the Rihanna halftime show, I I know what I would rewatch again. Mm. Um, And I think the, the audience can guess. Yeah, that can be. Let yeah. us know when you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, what you think I'll watch again. And which of us you would
0: hand the rose to as a hostess at a restaurant. <laughs> Moving on to our wonderful guests today. We actually have two guests. And there's they are it's kind of my little experiment today for a couple reasons. Uh, and we'll get to all of that once we get them in the chat. But first up, I mean, this guy has been podcasting nonstop about Gossip Girl for the past year and a half? Question mark? We'll hear about it when he gets in. Uh, he, I mean, Pinch Me, I'm Dreaming. He it's the third day in a row that I'm talking to him face to face. Uh he is amazing. He also hosts the Sandy Boys podcast, which is about the OC. And the Gossip Girl podcast is obviously called the Lonely Boys. It's Matt Gagan.
2: Oh my god. Yes, it's the weekend of Maddie and Sam, three days in a row. I'm so happy to be here talking Buffy. And uh yeah, I mean th- thank you for that great introduction. And thank you for letting us uh listen into your your Valentine's Day stories. That was I <laughs> I learned a lot about that day.
0: (laughs) Long weekend, strong weekend for Matt and Sam. That's right. Uh, And well, we are, I mean, even though I've already introduced the guests, we are still not alone. Oh my Uh, God. (laughs) There's a fourth person in the chat. He does Lonely Boys, he does Sandy Boys, he does Poppy Boys. He's here to talk about Reptile Boy with the Buffy Boy (laughs) friends. It is the creepy uncle of podcasting, aka Uncle Cream. <laughs> Heidelie Ho to Cream. I <laughs> only assume he's recording live from the crematorium. Oh, I editor in sure chief of Cream Weekly, Brendan wow. Rumble. Wow. Rumble. Oh Rumble. my god. The reptile of Rumble is here. Hello. <laughs> <Rumble>. uh, <laughs>
3: Boys. it did look a lot
0: like you. It
2: did. <laughs> so many boys. So, so many boys. So and you know many what? Boys. I will say, Valentine's Day did happen to fall on on Movie Tuesday th- this year. And me and Brendan always celebrate Movie Tuesday by, of course, going to the movies. And uh, this week we went and they actually did give both of us a flower with our with our yes. popcorns and cherry coke. <laughs> and so uh, we, we did not have to experience that.
4: Yeah, I saw us and said, you guys are not pals. You guys are obviously <laughs> going to have coitus in the theater. <laughs> and we did happy for you what did you
2: say yeah. um i actually well no, we actually uh yeah we, we actually didn't i, oh, right, I did you... watch no i did watch a movie on tuesday that i i always stay true to my my movie tuesday even though brendan sometimes uh calls out sick but i i, I didn't yeah. i did an hbo max feature on tuesday and saw uh, uh, see yeah. how they run
1: okay i saw that one i don't know i and, thought it was fun it, i thought yeah, it was a fun one okay it was very fine we we love when saoirse ronan works yes
2: we love when she works and we love when uh, yeah. she gets to use her uh, Irish accent. Well, not, not I mean, that's how she normally speaks. I'm not saying <laughs> yeah. she was putting yeah, on yeah, an yeah. accent. You talked about th- this in
4: the plug section of Last Only Boys. It, it sounds good. I, I just oh, started so it up last night. So
2: you do listen to what when, when I plugged in the yeah, plug yeah,
4: section. Yeah, I, I did listen. That's good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tar was good. It was, it was a long movie. And I was confused <laughs> for like an hour and a half. And then I was like, oh, this is what this is about. And then um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want to watch that again now.
0: Would you say it's your front runner for best picture this year, Brendan?
4: No, I've only seen 4, but it's probably middle of the pack out of out of 4. <laughs>
0: What's middle of? Firm 2 four? or 3. Two, 2 or 3.
4: I well, I don't know. It's 2 or it's 2 or 3. It's not 4 though. What's 4? Um, maybe Triangle Sachs. I haven't figured out a single thing about us right now. I figured it out right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're all good. I think they're all top 4. Whoa, Wow. So you saw the top <laughs> 4. Phrase. <laughs> That's like my when my when my when the Oscar nominations came out, my mom was like, "I guess I've seen all the ones that I really needed to see," <laughs> like yeah. because she'd seen the ones that had like been nominated a bunch. But I was like, "But you don't know. <laughs> like,
4: you don't maybe know. you'd love one of these other ones." I'm just really not excited for *All Quiet on the rest of the Western Front, but I heard it's all right not from us it's very mid
1: it is a really is a movie about uh, war and has yeah, nothing not, interesting to say
2: i've not gotten to that one either I hate, a, I hate a war i hate a war
4: you know what else i hate but going back to your your intro before i hate I, as a big alcoholic myself like the other end of the spectrum i hate champagne so even if i was there fuck those people for giving you champagne
0: damn i can't relate that was one of
4: my biggest <laughs> vices Whoa. no I,
0: I wish they gave you the apple cider yeah, right away
2: i liked i liked champagne back back in the day when there was cause to celebrate
4: <laughs> <laughs> Never no anything reason. good ever happened. <laughs>
2: yeah i mean we, we live in awful. a post celebration era i think there, there's not, <laughs> nothing good happening
4: as there's streamers behind the two posts <laughs>
0: <laughs> true happy birthday to my roommate no, not present um uh, anyway, I mean, this is as I've said, and it has been. I've been very honest and open about this podcast is a copy of the Lonely Boys podcast. It's the wow. exact same thing, uh, with minor tweaks, obviously, to fit the new show. But the first question we they ask any guest on the Lonely Boys podcast, which I do yeah, listen to every true. single week episode of. Talk to me about your Gossip, I mean, Buffy (laughs) journey.
2: Uh, Who got me there? I was ready to go into my Gossip (laughs) Girl story again.
0: I mentioned this is a bit of an experiment because I'm thinking for Monster of the Week episodes. Sometimes we'll have on people who, like Mike, have never seen Buffy before. And so, Matt, to my knowledge, you watched the first episode of Buffy you've ever seen to come onto the show. Talk to me about what you thought about Buffy before you started watching the episode.
2: Yes, that's right. Much like Mike, I am a new Buffy watcher. But unlike Mike, I have not seen any other episode besides <laughs> this one that I watched uh, last night in preparation for the podcast. And it is a show that has been on my uh, must watch list for a very long time. But unfortunately, I have not not have time to watch as much TV as I would want to. So it, people have told me I need to watch it my, my whole life. I really want to watch it. It And someday someday I will. But I uh I, I, I mean, I have one episode under my belt now, so I, I am I'm am, uh, I'm very excited to someday get back into it. And then, of course, I have a, a great podcast to go along with it when I finally do start my, <laughs> yes. my my Buffy journey.
0: Excellent. I mean, I'm glad that you still want to eventually watch it after this episode. It could have gone either <laughs> way. You were like, I, I, I always thought that I wanted to see it. But after <laughs> now I know that I don't. Thing, I oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brendan, how about you? You're a little more familiar with this. A little bit, yeah, but
4: mostly just because I have three sisters, so I would always just watch what they're watching in the room. And I have one sister that's 10 years older, so she was, like, prime for Buffy, like, live. So I would always, like, wander down as a little boy when she was watching reruns and be like, what's this scary show? And I I thought it was fun, but then it got really scary towards the end of every episode. Um, But I remember thinking Buffy was pretty, and that's about it. And I remember being very excited to be on for this show because I just knew it was going to be fun and weird and stupid and silly in all the best ways and just so 90s and that's exactly what happened when I watched this episode today the music was also great you know it was it was just I'm so glad that you guys are doing this because it's really going to make me watch from the beginning and listen along so it's it's perfect timing for everything
0: high praise I hope I hope like Matt after you watched this, Matt watched an episode of Buffy and said, "Yeah, I guess I do eventually want to watch that show." I hope that after being on the podcast, you still think, "Hey, I, do I want, to want to listen." Also, listen to that
4: <laughs> I don't think want to watch. I don't know if I want to listen anymore though.
0: <laughs> we'll check in at the end of the app.
4: Yeah, you yeah, haven't yeah,
0: yeah, yet yeah. listened to one, so you'll find out.
4: Oh, that's not
2: true. I did my homework. I listened to a couple before I came. Well, on. Yeah.
0: Wow. I, could, I can only hope they were good. Uh, you, no, <laughs> they I'll were great. Uh, <laughs>
3: uh,
0: this episode was written and directed by David Greenwald, one of our co, one of our exec- Maybe he's an executive producer. I think so. Anyway, he's sort of like the co-showrunner with Joss Whedon. Ooh, bad Joss Whedon. Ooh, um, this is he, this is his first director credit. Whoa, really? Yes, on the show, and it is his first. Episode that he wrote, that he did the story for, since Angel in season one, he wrote. An uh, story for, as we
3: discussed.
1: Uh, I still don't really get the distinction, even though you have explained it to me before. Think, I think they probably both came up
0: with the ideas for the episodes, and then David was just the one who like actually wrote it. Got it. Regardless, I felt like this was much better than the two episodes that they sort of tag teamed. Uh, which were nightmares, and one well, School
1: Hard was good. School Hard but... was that was the one where they attacked. Yeah, like Spike, Spike and, game. Yeah, yeah, you're right. No, I, that was but, good.
0: But nightmares was bad. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> it was better than I thought. Regardless, School Hard I was referencing in regard to Gossip Girl because every episode of Gossip Girl is sort of like a play on a movie title, like Die say, Hard the School Hard. Okay.
4: I don't know if it would, I would. go that far just to say it's a play on movie <laughs> title. <laughs> Usually, sort of... them just like yeah. shoving
0: in the name of a character, it's like one word around. around. Yeah, it was reptile Can you give me boy? An
2: example, he's on anything. Uh, oh man, uh, The Serena Also Rises. Do you know what that one would be <laughs> referencing? That's one of Brendan's favorites.
1: <laughs> I, I I have a, a, a guess, one of my least favorite books I've ever
4: read. Uh, what is it? A little... I didn't know The Dark Knight Rises has a book. The sun also <laughs>
2: rises. Yes, it is the sun also rises, and not the dark night rises as Brendan thought it it was.
0: The one that the book sticks adaptation. in my mind the most is Pret a Porje. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, and uh, it's just kind of like
2: Pret a Porje is a classic. Yes. What,
1: what is the Lady Gaga episode named? A oh, Lady Gaga is um, the last days of disco. He was right the, the first days, time.
2: The last days of disco, and of course, disco stick from uh, the Lady Gaga song
0: really good stuff from the custom girls right
2: it's good that i knew that offhand so did you yeah. sam that was pretty, pretty impressive i know
0: was... it's like well i mean like as i said i do listen to every episode of Lily Boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh and you know disco stick is so specific anyway but well, we're here to talk about buffy the vampire slayer uh reptile boy what do we think mike it was your first time you're sort of the star of the show so your opinion <laughs> must come wow first.
1: yeah you know i thought it was fine um yeah, it, it was very fine. I love an episode where Cordelia gets more to do. Um, and she... This has been a theme of season two and, and, like, the end of season one. She's just really being integrated into this circle, into the main cast. And even if she plays the damsel in distress most episodes by the end, um, I love some quips from Cordy. Yeah, um,
4: a lot of quips. And
1: yeah, it, it was fine. It was very fine. Yeah. I love when the frat boys lose true i thought it
4: was
0: much more cohesive like just very well it was all it all made sense it all tracked it all worked which is not something i can say for every monster of the week episode of the show that we've seen so far but i agree like even if like it it, it is a regular occurrence like cordelia is the one like screaming because there's a monster at the end of the episode and hey she does it well i totally get why but they are doing much better of having her in all the scenes and being like and we still get all the like
1: dynamic her she hates all of them and they all hate her yeah.
0: <laughs> interactions
1: and i think like maybe in season one they were not as good about this with the monster or generally with a lot of the episodes but especially the monster of the week um i think they've found a good balance of like progressing certain storylines ahead even if the main like vampire mythology plot is not a part of it because we get lots of like buffy angel relationships Mm-hmm. Uh, discussion. Yeah. Um, having their, uh, they're having like their like mentor mentee father daughter stuff explored more yeah. um yeah it, it was good good overall
0: yeah i feel like this season has been better about having the like unrelated monster of the week plots have reflections and impact on the characters emotions between each other which in season one it was just kind of like there's a giant praying mantis. This means nothing for any of us, Well, we all have to kill this thing. Uh, uh, you guys, what were your thoughts, Matt? Yeah, I think ever.
2: I, I think fine was a good way to describe it. I, I definitely enjoyed watching. It. I was hoping I didn't come on, and you guys were going to be like, "That was the best episode that was, of the show." <laughs> that was, that yeah, doesn't that get was, better so than far. this because that wouldn't have been inspired. Uh, uh, me to maybe want to keep watching, but yeah, I, I guess this was just like a, a filler episode. Not that that's a bad thing. I love a good filler episode. And my my main takeaway is just that I love the the three main girls that we were introduced, to, well, that I was introduced to in this in this show. And there they were
0: new characters for the episode.
1: Yeah. Suddenly, <laughs> Buffy, Buffy, Buffy finally episode. made her appearance <laughs> with very little fanfare. <laughs>
2: um yeah i'm happy to that you were saying that uh cordelia is kind of making her way into the into these plots because to me she seemed like the star of the show and uh it it definitely uh made me want to continue watching this someday so it it did its job as as for me a new time viewer just kind of catching this uh it it piques my interest enough that i would want to keep going
0: Cordelia yeah. is the star uh and I don't know if you ever watched Q Force but there's a I very did. funny ep- there's a very funny line in that show where Matt Rogers' character it comes out that he views Cordelia as the protagonist of Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> <laughs> uh, which really hit me hard That's when really I funny. heard it for the first
4: time I mean to me Cordelia gives off a lot of summer vibes from the OC like with the way she speaks mm. and her mm. her quips are very very similar um yeah, but th- this episode seemed to me a little bit I don't know if it's a little bit different than normal because it was a filler episode but I assume that Buffy doesn't get captured every episode and then fights her way out of it I assume she's more of like saving other people at first even though she does save the day at the end of the episode
0: yeah I mean it's much more frequent that she I mean she has like super strength so like usually she's just like kicking ass and taking that's my other question
4: too like since she's the chosen one um and I'm sure people that listen to the show know this already but I just want to be clear does she have supernatural abilities or is she just like she just likes to do this stuff?
2: Great question. No, yeah. I had that one as well. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for asking it, Brendan.
4: <laughs> Maybe this. Uh, yeah, this episode didn't really make it clear
0: enough. She's very, very strong. Like she has like a okay. uh, supernatural strength. And then she also it's like unexplored so far in the show and won't I won't talk about much more because my cousin's seen it. Obviously, we're not spoiling, <laughs> but it, she's had like prophetic dreams before. And like she has some sort okay. of mystic connection. as right. well. Right.
4: But she hasn't fallen into a bucket of like n- nuclear waste or anything to give her these powers. Is she no. like born into it or?
0: She's like part of a long line of people, like just girls randomly will just be like called to be the slayer. And uh-huh. so, like one at a time, there's a girl somewhere in the world that is the the slayer. So it's not, not like a
4: bloodline or anything like that. No. Okay. And okay. Just just, just stuff. To,
2: uh, to another question. Um. Hopefully, this isn't too annoying to anyone that, that a diehard <laughs> fan that, that yeah. uh, may already know the answers. But is this is her powers? I guess or her identity as a vampire slayer is this a secret to most people or is this a well-known fact in the community that she is the chosen one?
0: It's secret, and usually, and secret. that's a pretty okay. big part of it. Like her mom doesn't know about it. Oh, but Giles does. It, Giles yes. seems
2: like a did. did he like
0: Giles has he been pa- training
2: her since since birth or is he a, a new?
0: Just in season one, like when she moved okay. to this town. She, okay. He, Giles is part of this like organization that like uh-huh. finds. And, he, the he, was and, just, and stuff. Yeah, he was able to
2: just yeah he was able to just suss out that she was the chosen one.
0: Yeah, you can watch the pilot. You'll find out. Well. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <All that laughs> uh, I mean, maybe we should just start talking about season one, episode one. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, um, Brendan, what did you think? First time viewer, first time
4: thinker. I mean, I I really liked that because I I understood that this was supposed to be like a supernatural type show and there's going to be some some people to battle and all that stuff but i like that we still start in the high school and we have some of the high school drama that's kind of tied into all the ridiculous stuff that happens later i was also really excited that they use these fun prosthetic costumes too that that is my favorite thing and then he kind of shows so funny it looks so stupid in know in the best way too it just could be like such power ranger costume vibes that uh is something that i really i really love so Rep- reptile Bo- is he reptile boy that's what a the title's called. Yeah. Uh,
3: that's, why we I, got this epi- that's why we got this a,
4: episode. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I think it's called
0: that because Buffy calls him Reptile Boy uh, okay. so some it's one of some quotes. Sure, but, but his, uh, his I love him character his name is—I uh, have it written on somewhere—Makita. Called...
4: Yeah, oh, I, yes. I, I, I love more, how much That's it, why it just, they were saying that. It really <laughs> ramps up towards the end, where like we we understand from the beginning that there's something weird going on at the frat house, but there's a literal like demon reptile living underneath this house in this neighborhood. Yeah, just so so funny, I love
0: it. Uh, yeah, I mean this episode is pretty. Uh, it really hammers in the nail on the metaphors, <laughs> singular I guess. Metaphor singular, uh, what they're going for <laughs> with this episode, but I think it worked. Like it, and I like what you said about the costume. Like it does look cheesy, and it doesn't look like really good now, and maybe it didn't back then. But, but it, imagine...
4: it adds to the creepiness, though.
0: Sure. I, my thing is, like, it would look so much worse if they had tried to do, like, a CGI thing. Oh, my gosh. Like, imagine watching that now. You're just like, oh, boy. This looks terrible. No, there's a, there's a
4: certain charm to it.
0: Um, I also have a fun fact about the actor who played Makita. Uh, oh. <laughs> he returns in Angel, the spinoff series, to portray an unidentified unidentified pakla demon in an episode called dead end Whoa. so he really got two demon credits
3: <laughs> does, he, does he show
0: up in the Makita costume I, I think he plays a Pocla demon i don't know what a i don't know they just said snake demon in this episode but maybe that's the pakla
1: demon maybe i don't know what a Pocla is
0: me either <laughs> i'll we'll have find to watch out.
2: angel to find out yeah <laughs>
0: They also originally shot a scene where Makita survives that was maybe going to be the episode. And he like they, one of the frat guys or someone looked down in the pit and saw oh. the pieces like reconnecting. Oh, wow. interesting.
2: Recurring character, Makita.
0: Yeah, I know. The real, I mean, that must be why they brought him back on that singular episode <laughs> of Angel. They felt bad they
4: didn't give him a yeah. three episode arc. That was was the more rapey guy. Was that Army Hammer or just a lookalike? It was no, okay. Army. He did look like someone from the young way Army. Though. Young Army. I felt like he
0: looked like a character, like someone who was named Chase. Um, it, like I just, <laughs> I, this was another thing. I usually after I say the writer and the director, I spotlight somebody on like maybe like a guest actor or somebody I felt <laughs> seems cool on the cat on the crew. But <laughs> none red. of the guest actors really were speaking to me in this episode. I didn't really feel like any of them merited discussion <laughs> no, I, think I think concerned. that's fair yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I, mean, I looked at both of the lead frat guys and the other girl who was chained up and i was just like none of you need to be
4: a <laughs> part of this that's something else i have to say about the chain up situation they had this girl there for how long and then all of a sudden they get two on the day they need them to get killed like why why didn't they just get all three on the same day instead of having one girl like sitting there for for years it like she was really <laughs> like
3: oh
4: what? shit we need three of them right today we gotta get two more they wanted to find the the prettiest ones
1: they've been scoping <laughs> the whole town they found a
4: pretty one a year ago and they just a bunch of uggos have been running through the town for the past year <laughs> yeah because yeah they all those they had other missing
0: girls prior to that but also how did that one girl escape at the beginning of the episode one would have wanted to see
1: her get out I and mean, she yeah yeah she looked like in pretty good shape until she got recaptured. Especially having like jumped out a window and then oh, yeah. like, lowered herself <laughs> down onto like three stories onto the ground, yeah, ran through the woods, jumped over a cemetery like stone wall, and oh, yeah. it, it looked like she was gonna get away until that guy like showed up from the other side. This mm-hmm. girl was that a parkour
2: superstar. It was very impressive. I was <laughs> I was rooting for that that whole scene. It was and amazing. Which, usually, usually running into the forest is not a good idea, but she was able to duck and dodge those trees as well
0: yeah i have to imagine she did survive but i think her character kind of got lost in the in the fight in yeah. the end of the yeah. episode oh. to me it wasn't really I, tracking I, where whatever thought that she whatever was her the girl that is, was
4: went. tattered up uh and it was back in chains there i thought that car yeah, her yeah. Back. she is at the end but i just okay. like don't
0: even in the fight i'm like did she die i don't think so no because
1: mm. they were and like they... buffy's gonna go first who's gonna go first and yeah they're like Buff. oh well. i
4: don't know
2: I'd like to believe she's still alive and jumping over walls and stuff.
4: Yeah, yeah, we didn't talk to her after uh, everything was settled. Yeah, uh, so Like did an interview after post
2: battle interview. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what were your feelings on the big fight <laughs> between Buffy and Reptile Boy?
0: I actually do think that that's something that I've been noticing in the Monster of the Week episode so far this season. Because in the previous one, like they don't do a good job of like actually wrapping up the innocent people in the Monster right. of the Week episode. They just like kill the guy and then they're like. Back
4: to our main. I, mean, <laughs> Even sense, though they... I, I wouldn't like want to wait around to like to talk to people that just saved me. I'll be like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I don't yeah. know what's going on. I'm gonna sprint my way home. <laughs>
0: <laughs> They're also big on being like, and the cops did everything after so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's come on. What is what that? All these kids are uh, in jail for life, naturally. Several consecutive sentences, which yeah. sec- life sentences, which the Buffy Wikipedia noted as a mistake or a goof, because they were like Xander read on the newspaper that he they got life sentences, even though it just happened. Like they're saying, like I guess like the court case moved ahead too quickly. But uh-huh. they, yeah, I don't think they, they're like, like, that In this and... world
2: of supernatural abilities, also the courts move faster, supernaturally
0: fast. Just... <laughs> also, we don't know how much later that scene took place. Right. That's yeah. True. Well,
2: we didn't get a <laughs> thing said, that said uh, we three we... weeks later or anything on the bottom of the screen, so.
0: I'd love it to be like Veep, and every single scene begins with what day it is, what time it is, and we actually did get Should. a canonical date that this episode took place on 10-10. because part of yes, exactly, they part of the uh, big kerfuffle getting the snake out of the hole uh, happened on the tenth day of the tenth October 10th.
4: That's Thanks the day man. between uh, Fiancé the Pod's birthday and Mother's birthday. Well wow. they're the ninth and the eleventh respectively. My wow. sister's fiancé and my mom have the same birthday.
0: Whoa. Anybody else want to go? Actually, yes. My my cousin's <laughs> wife also has that same birthday. So, so I,
2: I last weekend, I just went to a birthday party in the city for my friend, and we were celebrating his birthday and his sister's birthday because his birthday is February 16th, and hers is February 17th. Wow. Consecutive right. days.
1: My aunt, uncle, and one of their sons <laughs> all have the same birthday. Oh, let's
2: keep going until we run. Until we
1: run. <laughs> and the other one, the other son is like six months later. Well, Your aunt,
0: uncle, and cousin all in the same they family? They all, the same all same birthday. Family. Wow. have the same wow. birthday? all have the same birthday. Okay. I've never heard that before. I have the same birthday
4: as um, my favorite writer, J.K. Rowling. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, boo.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
4: story. we can't really do... We it's know. true. It's true. I can't do anything about it. Oh no! I'm just
0: Like you know, bad food bad, and yet here we are talking about both of them. <laughs> um, but yeah, frat rape. Uh, the, you know, I, I. But I was like, because I don't know if you clocked this in the episode. Angels of vampire, and he yeah, yep. is two hundred forty-one years old. You know, dating a college senior is still extremely bad. She's moving in the right direction.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's, she's getting closer and closer. And I think Cordelia at the end of the episode is, you know, helping True. push her there. She was like, because she starts the episode. And even like first season, she's like, we got to get senior boys. Mm-hmm. She's a sophomore in high school. She's like, we got to get the senior high school boys. Season two, mm-hmm. she's upgraded. She's like, we're going to college. <laughs> um, but by the end of the episode, after being drugged, potentially assaulted we don't really know what happened there mm-hmm. and then chained up and almost killed she's back to high school boys yes it does seem like but she did hug angel at the end she, she loves
0: like, angel yeah. but she doesn't know i don't think she knows he's a vampire yeah she's like this is just a hunky
1: guy who yeah. <laughs> like randomly <laughs> likes buffy for
0: whatever reason but yeah she's really manipulated jonathan into doing everything she wants uh and you know i i would do the same if i were jonathan
4: So where do the fans stand on the age discrepancy between Buffy and Angel? It is a, you know, there's some group of people who are just like, hey, like, this is so
0: fucked up and inappropriate, obviously. Yes, very true. But it's so
4: absurd, too.
0: But it is, like, I feel like you sort of understand that in a vampire show, this kind of thing is going to happen. I think it's particularly bad in this, like, storyline, because she's, like, she's literally 16 when she meets him. Uh, Whereas in, like, some vampire stuff, they're more like... 19 which is still bad much different, uh, yeah. much, much
3: different yeah.
0: <laughs> but there are yep. a lot of fans of the relationship who especially for just like the supernatural soapy hyper dramatic stuff like i mean like the conversation they have in the cemetery where buffy says when you kiss me i it, it makes me want to <laughs> die <laughs> like, it was, it's just that best made line, me best want line. to die right <laughs> it's just so camp but so like like frothingly emotional that like uh-huh. there are a lot of people who do like it
2: Yeah, I was concerned about the age difference when these when these frat guys were prowling the high school, these senior, these college seniors hitting on 16 year olds at the high school. And then, yeah, uh, Angel comes in and says, Oh, by the way, I'm 225 years older than you. I was like, Oh, my goodness.
4: (laughs) I mean, but I'm still more grossed out by the frat guys. That oh it's yeah, different.
2: that's.
3: It's, it's, it's,
0: yeah, I, I mean Angel at least is like, "Hey, we really shouldn't do this," and the frat guys are like, "Hey, come get eaten by the snake." Yeah, <laughs> They're like, love yeah even if they weren't,
2: even if they weren't going to feed them to a snake, I was like, "I this is creepy right off the bat."
0: Yeah. Uh, what were your takeaways for the other characters you met today? We're with mm. Willow, Xander, Giles.
2: I love um I-, I love Willow. I love Alison Hannigan. Of of oh, course, yeah. I I know her from her work on How I Met Your Mother. Mostly, so it took a second for me to uh get used to her being a teenager, but. I feel like she she plays it exactly the same. Yeah. (laughs) The mannerisms, the way she, the the way she reads lines. So I was, I was really enjoying her. I think she's, she's very uh, charming in her own right. And like I said before, all all three of our, our leading ladies were great. Buffy's obviously iconic. She's just going to beat the shit out of, out of these, uh, vampires and reptiles and even giles a couple times that that was great so yeah um all all of the women of course not surprising i am going to stand them all and then giles i don't know i didn't i didn't think much of him he's just kind of there helping buffy so if he, he needs to be there to get her to where she needs to be then uh that's good good for him and uh xander judging by a couple of episodes of of this podcast i've listened to i i take it to believe that we we don't really love him that much but uh, I don't think he was terrible in this episode. He made me laugh a couple times. I think he's kind of a kind of a dork, though. I don't really, yeah. <laughs> don't really think much of him in that aspect. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't hate him as much as I probably should if I watched all the other episodes. But he's definitely not my favorite character.
4: Yeah, I was disappointed with Xander's performance, honestly, just because uh, understanding what the assignment is for later on the episode. I was really hoping he was going to do some like bad shit or just be a piece of shit. And he was, uh, you know, I'm sure he gets there at some point, or he does in other episodes. But he was just kind of there, like he he does the classic jealousy thing. Um, I, I, I'm guessing he has a crush, on, a crush on Buffy, and that's why he hangs out. Yeah, he must the, be in love I with her, right? That, that he seems seems crush. like it. Yeah. yeah, but when we started the episode, when they were just watching TV together, I thought he was their gay friend, and I was like, wow, like okay, that was really
3: how <laughs> fun. Is that? <laughs> <He> <laughs> I,
4: was, I mean, yeah, they, they
2: were all in that that girls' night slumber party there. So. Yeah. <laughs>
4: So the show th- but it would be so, much better
0: than it, if he were, but sadly right. not. I'm glad you brought up that movie scene because I figured the foot fetish joke was your joke of the episode.
4: I didn't pick up on that. Mm. I, don't, I don't think I'm, Talked I'm, about I'm, I'm giving most of, a, a foot fetish. <laughs> you know, I do love a foot, foot fetish.
2: Um. <laughs> it's the number one thing people know. Hey, about Well, you. then
0: you'd love any Joss Whedon project. <laughs>
4: Are Quentin there so many directors Tino that love? Yeah, can I
2: interest you in the work of Quentin Tarantino as well?
4: Isn't there, and Dan Schneider also is a, is a big well, fan guy. Well, we don't yeah. talk about him. <laughs> I mean, we don't talk about any of these dudes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here we are. That's true. Uh, but yeah, no, Will, Will is my favorite character on the show uh, after this one episode. She's just, she's great. She's adorable. She's so funny.
3: She is uh, adorable.
4: Buffy's just awesome. She's just the coolest. Sometimes, I was worried about not loving the main characters because sometimes that happens when they market the show with the person's name in it, and they also kind of suck. But she's she's cool. She's really cool. Yeah. Um, and Giles is just—I think it's funny that the librarian has an English accent. That's all I really get out of that. <laughs> I think it's on brand.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think Sarah Michelle Geller portrays Buffy so perfectly. She's uh, like she does every part that is necessary to a T. Like she's so funny. She does the serious moments so well. She looks good in an action sequence. I love. Yeah,
4: yeah she's very good at those actions. They don't—they don't look uh, cheesy at all. She—she she looks like she knows what she's doing uh, physically. And it's nice you guys came away liking Willow so much.
0: I, to me watching this episode, I felt like Willow ha, like was basically doing nothing for her own character. Like, f- like she's very funny and like charismatic, but in the episode, she's sort of just like there to like dole out information to other people and like <laughs> receive it from them. She's like here to listen, to you. and then she like talks. So it's just like just... she's very funny and fun. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. No, for
1: no, like, I got a... that. I'm ready for like so, a Willow centric episode mm. to come forward. I feel like all of the other characters sort of have gotten their time to shine, and we haven't gotten like a Willow plot lately.
2: Yeah, I think that's Am fair. I,
0: yeah, I, probably not since she. Da- Spoiler alert! One episode she dates a demon who lives oh, right, in the internet. Yeah. He was <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> "I that's, uh, that's
2: how I describe myself. I'm a demon that lives on the internet. That's kind of my whole that's thing." True. <laughs>
0: Uh yeah, so this I this I I know that Buffy and Angel is like the top build relationship of the show, but the most important ones to me are Buffy and Cordy and Buffy and Giles, and I felt like they were both in good form. There they both had fun, like beats, uh, especially Buffy and Giles, where like. Buffy's trying, like she's kind of like being a bad kid and like sneaking out, even though he just like he's not her actual father. He's like she's lying to him to go out and like kiss boys and drink alcohol, uh-huh. and he's so disappointed when. Oh yeah, everyone's out. so
2: disappointed when they find. Like Willow is also very disappointed when she finds out that uh, <laughs> Buffy was lying. This was like a huge deal.
1: Yeah, but it actually kind of worked out in her favor because by lying and. <laughs> Sneaking out, oh, she yeah. ended up exactly where she needed to be. Exactly. <laughs> right, all part of the So plan. there's no consequences to lying. Right.
4: Absolutely not. My biggest, think... as
1: Alana Glazer
0: once said, my biggest weakness is I always lose my purse, and my biggest strength is I always get it back.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I think by the end of it too, even Giles is like, "I'm sorry, I gotta give you more freedom. So like, you're allowed to go." get drugged at parties if you want to <laughs> Well,
2: yeah. at the end she does say I told one lie and had one drink and was very nearly devoured by a giant demon snake so I feel like there there is definitely a PSA about the dangers of uh having telling one lie and having one drink I think they should maybe show this episode in in dare classes <laughs> they, in they elementary school. <laughs> this is what happens when you lie and drink the snake comes and tries to eat you but then you're a hero well
0: and they and they both give on like on their side a little bit Buffy's like yeah, yeah. I'm sorry I lied and Giles is like I'll be cool. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Yeah. There could be more of that I, in, uh, in, in any show, just people, both people realizing that they were wrong a little and coming to a, a compromise. That was a nice, nice way to wrap things up.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, a, I then... think it's very, uh, like 97 of the frat boys to think that the funniest thing in the world is uh, a guy in a wig and a bra. Oh,
3: that's, that's, I, that's what right. I thought was
4: funny when I, I, I was like stop 10.
2: laughing. I, I mean, was on the floor.
4: Drag Queens. <laughs> Can be very funny,
0: so funny. <laughs> he was wearing third, lipstick. This is the third drag performance we've seen in the last three
1: days. So <laughs> really, drag weekend along with yeah. Matt Gagan yep. weekend.
2: That's right, Maddie and Sam weekend and drag queen weekend. Yeah.
1: And you know, I don't know that Xander, you know, has it in him no to be a drag queen, no. but as we've been discussing, he does look really good in season two. Yeah, <laughs> he pulled up between seasons, he was like, I know. I want to take my shirt off on screen. Yeah. And we said, thank you. And he <laughs> thank said, you. here are my abs. Yeah, wasn't <laughs> serious.
4: Is he supposed to be a hot boy? Because no, he, no.
0: Because he's it, supposed it. to be like slubby dork. All the girls yeah. don't Did like him. Did you see
4: what he was, he was wearing to the
2: frat party? That guy's I not, know, he's I, not a hot boy. I don't think his face looked,
0: is good He looks really his he good. good. He, he, good. Looked, he looked like I, a frat boy. He though. looked really good in what he wore to the party.
2: I don't think so.
4: No, I don't think so either. But shirt off, quite good.
2: Yeah.
4: What about with wig and bustier? I think if they got the right size bra, maybe it would have been better. But it was just like an absurdly like oversized bra for his body type. It just didn't work. I yeah, think as, his blonde elf wasn't his color.
2: Yeah, they didn't do a lot of planning, I guess, when they were no. going to dress him up. Yeah.
0: No, they did not. But hey, they had, they got a show out of it anyway.
1: Again, do you think <laughs> the frat boys know how to do hair, makeup? No, bra, I, mean, I don't. Hey, I don't.
0: I've heard of You've heard of a shake and go wig. I think that's what they got. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was in a very bad and transphobic way, yeah. It was, I was not into it. No. Shocking, I know, for the, <laughs> the the property we on which we speak. Um, but the Buffy Cordelia relationship, as I mentioned before, I just it, this is the best. This is just the best.
1: I think when, so like, you- I. They're, they're so great. I think they really want to be friends, but they are just like, so, they their interests like just don't align. And
4: uh, I just, I love them. Do, do you guys have like a Matt Gagan theory about Blair and Serena where you think the two of them are in love? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, okay, I great. do. It's definitely, not, it's definitely not
0: as established as Blair being in love with Serena on Gossip yeah. Girl. But I do. I mean, like Buffy and Cordelia hit so many um, relationship moments or like dynamics that i really love in tv show dynamics where like
4: they hate each other at first and they grow to like each other yeah all right oh, yeah. it's a clear lovers. it's a clear
2: rory paris dynamic here i, yes. c- I, can, t- I can tell they're gonna be best friends or like, an,
4: like an ang and zuko maybe all all that although that's yeah. an age gap i don't condone also
3: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Maybe when they're older. Anyway, yes, Cordelia and Buffy. I th- like Cordelia says in this episode, and I know she says it facetiously, but she's like, we're like sisters with really different hair. Uh, and I feel like that <laughs> is how I feel about their relationship. Like, I feel like Mike's saying, like, they want to be friends. I think they see a lot of themselves in, in each other and maybe don't like the aspects of themselves that they see in one another. But just, like, think of it like the other their- Projecting the other person because they see themselves in each other.
1: Yeah. And I I actually think Cordelia has made more progress to like being more open to being Buffy's friend and changing her personality being around these people than Buffy has in the other way. Mm-hmm. Because even in this episode, Cordelia was like, it, it was I don't know that this is the exact phrase, but she was like, I don't really like you, but I really respect you. Um so I feel like she yeah she she respects Buffy. She wants t- she she doesn't hate her as much as she did in season one. And I don't know that I've seen that same that same kind of outlook coming from fate towards her
4: Fair. call her out. I did. I just did I also like her takeaway from the events of the episode where it, it all settles. and she's like, the weirdest stuff always happens to me when I'm with you guys. like that's, that's, <laughs> just, that's a weird thing <laughs> that quirky little night that you had. I know they all rescue her and she's like, I hate all of you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Well were you guys shipping anybody off this first episode?
3: I
2: mean, not necessarily. I, I mean I, I guess if anyone, the, the Buffy and Cordelia thing, I, I would I would love if that would have legs at some point. But um as as far as any Ships go. I didn't really see anything. I, I guess the main one we're we're supposed to be invested in here is the uh, Buffy and Angel thing. But I just didn't get enough from Angel to really uh, determine any kind of like personality traits from him. Mm. So I, I don't know what his deal is, other than I guess he was the only like vampire we saw in this episode. Yes, he was he there a lot, of but goal. he didn't say much. He's
0: a good guy. He's a, he's yeah.
2: one of the good vampires.
0: Yeah, he, yeah, he Angel doesn't he, really he, do yeah. much. So. Really? true okay. and he really like, again in this episode brendan
4: what were your thoughts on buffy and angel i mean like gagan said like i feel like we're supposed to like the two of them together because he obviously cares about her and that's all we really get uh willow mentions it she's like oh he was so worried when he found out you were in danger but that was his entire plot of the episode and the fact that he wants to kiss her but we he can't Speaking of I willow
3: know.
2: willow seems more invested in that relationship than buffy. <laughs> she now, really willow. does Willow's really pushing this thing along
3: that yeah. was
0: my yeah, thing, Buffy, where like every line top. of her dialogue was just like, "So, what are you thinking about, Angel?" <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> is she is she saying like, if you're not gonna do it, can I go for it or what? <laughs> That's a I cool didn't day. get
0: that.
2: I I think she really wants Buffy <laughs> to go for it. I mean...
4: Yeah, Willow is playing like 4D
1: chess. She's like, I'm gonna push Buffy onto Angel and make this relationship work so that Xander pays attention to me.
0: Yeah, Willow has a little crush on Xander for many really? many years. Oh, not really touched on in this episode. That's unfortunate for him. Yeah.
2: So she's got a crush she on Sanders. Got a crush on Buffy.
0: Yeah. Um, the unfortunate thing is that none of the leading men are good dudes. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, Giles is good, but he's 40 and understands boundaries. So he's not really involved in the like. <laughs> so uh, we're not really shipping, we're not shipping
2: with Giles <laughs> with anyone.
0: Indeed. Uh, well, we are. I mean, this episode, his love I mean, Giles and romantic, Angel could be a thing. So well, so yeah. I would be okay with that. I want.
4: Yeah, be better age gap.
0: Um, Buffy and Angel in this episode to me is very. It's sort of a bizarro thing where, I mean, we already talked about, like, the hyper-serious conversation, like, so dramatic that they have in the cemetery when they, like, find the bloody bracelet. But, like, the ultimate decision point in the episode is, like, why can't we just go have a cup of coffee? Like, they, they, like they've like they never <laughs> even, like, hung out, really, like, for 15 yeah. minutes that wasn't about blood. They're, uh, like, they're all it, workplace friends. Right, but their workplace, like, Soul they think they each other as like soulmates and just like cut like just like I need to like, oh, I work work you are. Vampire the vampires, melodrama fuck. of work wife work husband. Yeah.
4: Who, who does Angel work for? Himself. Yeah. He's just, he's like, just an a rogue. Angel. Vampire. He's a he's
2: a freelancer. He's a freelance vampire.
4: You know, nice vampire hierarchy or infrastructure
1: that we've been introduced to. They they like show little groups of vampires, and like there is a leader leading vampires but like is the mass like in this in season one like the mass the master is like the main guy but you yeah. see like the master of all the vampires are just like that little cohort yeah
0: he was just he was hmm. the master of the order of aurelius it's kind of just a gang or a sect of vampires and okay. like, we generally look the sense that there are like gangs of vampires but none of them are like this mega organization that has taken right. over the world for whatever reason. I mean, they're immortal. It seems like they should probably do what they did in twilight and just be like shadow working behind the scenes. Right. But huh. they aren't to our knowledge. <laughs> um, and, but yeah, angel is just, angel is a vampire who like was given a soul from a curse. And so now he is good. And, uh, we haven't heard a whole lot about his motivations for why he's doing it, but it's mainly to help mm-hmm. Buffy for right now. Cause he's in love so, with her.
4: He's horny. So horny. <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, the worry about the two of them together is that it's are vampires like not able to control themselves at a certain hour, like werewolves, or what like, was he gonna want need, need to bite her, or why, why can't they just be? He's
0: worried about other. being able to control himself, um, but mm-hmm. it, like for the most, like every other vampire does not have a soul, and they're all evil monsters who like will just mm-hmm. kill anyone, and they don't care about ethics or like morality or whatever. They just like yeah. are eating, and like they're super strong too, and they're you know they're evil. Uh, yeah. So his whole thing is that like he's just like
4: what if that comes out again and i just like yeah. can't control myself and i just destroy you caught up in the passion of yeah kissing yeah <laughs> So the poor guy hasn't kissed
0: in a long time when i mean when he kisses buffy she wants to die <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't like it yeah i can't tell i like. i can does that mean good or bad
2: uh, if someone told me that i don't think i'd take that as a good thing
1: <laughs> i don't think so either but i mean we ended the episode like they're gonna get coffee someday. Yeah. The- okay. that. Okay. That's, That's the last
0: beat of the episode.
1: They are hanging out in the Bronze, which is the like nightclub for high schoolers in this town. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The cafe, which also has a cafe with muffins and coffee, um, and has live bands sometimes. Mm-hmm. But they're just hanging okay. out, and they're. Angel sh- like they're they're recapping what happened to all these rapists. Um, mm-hmm. and angel shows up and they he all episode, they're like, We've never even spent time together. Angel won't even spend time with me, go out for coffee, won't ask me on a date. Um, and I don't even know that I want to go on a date with him. They're not they're not asking them. They're not they're not being honest with their feelings. And he finally asks for out on a date he's like let's go get coffee sometime and buffy you know she she knows how to leave men waiting like, <laughs> oh yeah yeah we could go sometime and Not then right now. he just ditches her friends that she was hanging out with <laughs> yeah. in the middle of a
4: conversation <laughs> you guys can hang out with angel
1: she i mean it's the kiss offline you can't say the kiss offline and just right stay seating at the table you gotta walk away my thing with this line i mean it's just it's so funny to watch her just like get up and leave
0: after saying that when it's like to me i feel like if she had waited one second angel would have gotten the hint and he would have left but instead she just like it had to go
2: can't take any chances if he if he didn't leave it would have been too awkward she had to leave herself
1: yeah we don't really see angel like hanging out with the group do we think that he's gonna be like incorporated into their hangs like if they Someday start dating or seeing each other. Is he going to be at the bronze with them? Like, Is he going to he transfer into the high school? I mean, I'll
0: I'll ask you that. Go to Blake Madison
4: <laughs> Vampire Edition.
0: <laughs> I mean, who knows what happens on the Angel spinoff series? Maybe if Angel <laughs> goes to college, uh, Ooh, frat boy co- Angel, college
2: years. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's getting a business degree. Um, but I mean, we don't. You're saying we don't really see him hang out that much. We don't even really see him help in the fight scenes. No. Like even in this, at the end of the episode where he's like going to rescue Buffy, I he didn't. He punched one guy. That was his like main action. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, but what do you think? Do you th- yeah, I mean, he at least his fist didn't hurt Xander's show. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: do you think he'll be incorporated in the social sphere? You know, I think I haven't really seen him. Uh, it seems like him and Xander hate each other. And I haven't really seen him and Willow interact one-on-one. Or like nothing is really sticking out in my mind. But... I think if he and Buffy start dating, it is going to be one of those things where he is forced to hang out with the group because Mm. he's dating Buffy and he has to be friends with Xander and Willow. Not by choice, but.
0: Yeah, Brendan, is that how Nicole feels? She has to be friends,
4: not by choice with your friends. Yeah, That's exactly right.
2: She tells me that often. Yeah.
4: (laughs) When we went to the movies uh, on Valentine's Day, she she was saying that as well. With she she did not get a rose.
2: She did not no, the two of, yeah, Nicole was also there. We, the two of us got a rose and Nicole got nothing.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, I guess I should just know for uh, you know, the wiki update, but you know, fiance of the pod, you guys are both here. Does it transfer over when you both guest on a different pod? Is Nicole our oh, fiance right. of the pod right now?
4: Yeah, even though she left once I started doing this. I don't know if that's a sign of like how she feels about that sort of thing, but uh, I, I would say that she's fiance of Buffy boyfriends currently, even though wow, she's wow. she's not physically here.
1: <laughs> Beautiful,
4: okay, I'm good to know. I'm updating
0: the <laughs> <laundry> boys. Wiki. <laughs> I gotta know about the the canon of the how it all works, the magic right. system of, of Worldle. <laughs> Get it all out there. Yeah. Um. Do we have any other thoughts on this episode? I thought it was good. I liked the. I I thought that they did, like I mentioned, I felt like the reflections between the monster of the week and like what we're reading into the emotions of the character were really good. Loved that Buffy like met the frat guy in sunlight and he asked her out while she was at school. I mean, obviously bad that this is a frat guy, but comparatively to Angel where she only ever sees him at night and her thing was like, we only ever see each other when I'm like doing bloody stuff. Uh, And so like, that's a very good like reverse on what she would want out of a relationship and I think that leads her ultimately to like consider that like even I mean we could meet a guy in the day and he could still be terrible and try to kill me so why not mm-hmm. pursue this evil man who knows
4: my secrets already yeah yeah I'm I'm, so, I'm sorry of with that I, I think she's opening up her her heart to the possibility of uh, this ancient man
1: <laughs> yeah it was a, it was an episode of TV
4: yeah is I, it yeah, and I it was, I, I was... enjoying myself front to back. I also couldn't believe though, it. when I started it that it was a forty-two minute episode. I thought this had to be like a twenty-two minute
3: mm.
0: kind of thing. Oh and then really? Was like, oh wow! This is...
4: There were so that's some why you were where... twenty-one what... minutes late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, halfway, halfway through, I text like, "Oh shit!" I, uh, I, I noticed that there were some scenes where they were really lingering. Though they're like they were, the party scene. They really took their time and like marinated in it, and just kind of gave you like a whole shot of what was going on. It was like a minute long scene of just. Everyone kind of bouncing around. There's a song change mid scene and there's no no dialogue. The chase sequence at the beginning was also
1: protracted. It was, yeah. Like it was like very <laughs> long for characters
0: yeah. we've never even heard of before.
1: <laughs> well, they yeah. only write Twenty minutes worth of episode and then they told the director this you gotta fill it somehow we got an hour long slot. <laughs>
2: <Definitely>. <laughs> yeah it's a really weird way to make a show but it, it works for the most part <laughs> i mean yeah i i thought this show was it, it was pretty i mean anything with cordelia was making me laugh her her every time she was doing her fake laugh i was i was doing a, a real life laugh i think it got more and more deranged each time it was always <laughs> a welcome <laughs> presence love her um also, I know that you have said that this is a great theme song. The theme song, I just want to point out, it did not disappoint. I lo- the rock yeah. music, the title sequence. I-, I love any title sequence where we get to see the actors and then it see an actual the-
4: title sequence. Yeah, oh, a picture
2: yeah. or a video of the character as they play. in the- that- That's that's the correct way to do it. That's TV, it's what we're missing. It's what we're missing in these TV shows today. So that was fuck great.
4: HBO title sequences. Fuck oh them.
2: my
0: God. 100%. Thank you for bringing that up. I meant to ask because you are sort of a theme song connoisseur. In yeah, the
2: culture, much better than the Gossip Girl theme song. I'll I'll say that much.
0: Yeah, and not to incite drama and instigate fight for my own podcast, but I mean, hey, we've talked about one time I was watching the OC with Mike and he hit skip. Theme oh my, song. Song. yeah, oh
1: he God. Did. God. but now I've learned to never do that again. When you hey, are, you are back when I'm there,
3: <laughs> it was <laughs> a quick Sam's lesson. Yeah, like,
4: <laughs> we got that from our our friend Brian has uh, said the same thing. He said like, "Oh, that song kind of sucks." I'm like, "What are you talking about? See, well, see, it's Brendan, not." not- this- <laughs>
1: It's not the song. It's more like the principle of, I want to get to the episode.
2: No. If, uh, if, you
1: don't have, if,
2: if you don't have a minute to spare to watch the theme song, you don't have time to watch an episode of television. That's what I say. You watch the theme song. It is part of the show. Uh, Brendan, I, I want to call you out. You skipped yeah. the White Lotus theme song, which is a, a classic. It's, and you said it wasn't even that good. It's
4: not a theme song. just a bunch of noises. <laughs> that's how I feel about it. They're great noises. And great images. So, I but I've seen the images. I, I don't want to see them again. That's enough. Name one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, a bird. <laughs> okay, fuck fine. Damn it, damn it. <laughs> he, got damn he got it. <laughs> <laughs> if I wanna like watch the sequence of White Lotus, I'll just go outside in the spring and listen to the fucking birds quack at me.
2: Well, you don't get the music then. <laughs>
4: that, that's, <laughs> that's what it I'll... is. It's just it's just springtime.
2: Oh boy. All right.
4: Well it's terrible.
2: The, the Buffy theme song, at the very least, we can all agree, goes very hard.
4: Yes, that's a bop. 100%.
0: Slay. I, I literally can't stop like, <laughs> dancing when it's on the um, But yeah, those are my... F- I had one more thing to say, but now I don't remember what it is. Uh, so we can move on to our little segments for the up. Uh, starting off with... Uh, fan analysis. I, I like doing a little read on what the fans are saying about the episode outside the podcast. Uh, and again, this is kind of just lifted directly from The Lonely Boys, but it's <laughs> they do user reviews, yeah. and it's and a very
4: they, original segment. Yeah,
0: <laughs> this comes from the Tumblr user bidet hyphen of hyphen evil, and <laughs> they say. <laughs> Uh, okay so I know reptile boy doesn't feature highly on the list of great episodes of Buffy or subtle metaphors but I feel like the ham-fisted metaphor of the phallic girl eating monster intentionally obs- intention- okay it's not intentional Obscure- obscures the more subtle analogy of that it's happening with Cordelia's character. This episode's and they go on to talk about how this episode's about her being sort of like like gold digging and sort of like very intentional about being being mercenary and how she's pursuing these men to like ensure that she's rich in the future. And we're sort of supposed to view that as, like, a bad character trait of hers. But it's turned on its head when we realize that the frat guys are kind of doing the same thing, gold digging, but, like, by, like, killing these women to get the blessings of the demon. And so mm-hmm. it's sort of turned on its head. It exposes the gendered gap in the gold digger stereotype while misdirecting the audience onto the penis monster. And I think that's pretty neat. <laughs> Quoting, once again, Bidet of Evil. Again, I don't think they were going for that. Is It would be my guess. But I
4: i enjoy it as an analysis sure i I didn't really pick up on the penis monster which I'm ashamed of. Did it look like that the gigantic snake looked like a penis? No, it did look like that's not what mine looks like. Wow.
2: <laughs> well, then there's something wrong with you.
0: <laughs> you Even yours just have a face on it with teeth? Yeah, usually. Uh, I mean... uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean Mike don't say anything. <laughs> um, oh.
3: uh,
0: moving on to our uh segment's biggest sleigh Guys, this is the moment of the episode that made you say slay, Mike. I'll go. I'll, I won't go first. Oh. Someone else go
1: first. Oh. Uh, I don't have a. Oh I haven't thought of it yet. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, Matt... I always forget this every time we um, watch an okay. episode.
2: <laughs> so I, there's a couple options, but I, I think just to uh, just to give our give our girl Willow some some much needed spotlight. You mentioned that maybe not a big episode for her, but she she really gets to shine at the end where she where she gets to yell at these men and how how dumb they're being, and uh, you know she she gets Giles to. Mm admit that he was a little bit wrong with with Buffy and she tells Angel you know you're gonna live forever you don't have time for a cup of coffee so she she really uh she she really gets these guys to uh to do what she she wants them to do by the end of the episode and uh, I could watch Willow uh probably like breaking uh the the norm of what she usually does and just like uh yelling at at a couple of men for a minute straight
4: (laughs) fully agree
0: yeah, she really delivered Buffy's thoughts to both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Lido. and I, And
2: I loved watching it.
4: Yeah. And she felt uh, sorry Brandon, afterwards. She, she should
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, she's just so... She's the wallflower, you know. I'm sure yeah, she'll yeah. hopefully break out of it eventually. Brendan, did you have a favorite moment of the episode that made you say slay?
4: Yeah. um, You know what like I said earlier about how this is probably not a prototypical episode where Buffy's... She uses kind of the damsel in distress for a little while. But it, it came to a head at the end where she busts out of the chains that were, were uh, locking her up and then just saves the day. Like, it was amazing to watch her just yank hard enough to rid herself of these metal shackles and destroy the giant penis monster. So, I mean, this really, that's, that's the actual slay moment. She literally slayed the dragon. So, good for her. Big slay. And I'm,
0: I'll, I'll allow my boyfriend time to continue deliberating. <laughs> um, my biggest slay was... I love that even when cordelia is being damsel in distress her Cordelianess still is coming out she's like yelling at them like telling them to let her go like asking these <laughs> questions it's like that do not matter given the situation where she's
4: like, which one of us is first like why are we like <laughs> kind of oh we're uh, gonna go down there it's gonna be yeah,
2: you know what i love it yeah because buffy is so like unnaturally calm throughout the whole thing and then cordelia cordelia is just on the other end of the spectrum just like <laughs> freaking out and yelling the entire time i love
3: her
0: yeah, she's in distress, but she's not like cowering in fear. She's no. still like the
4: Cordelia Chase. She feels like annoyed. What'd you say? She feels like more annoyed than anything. Else. Oh yeah, it's, exactly. an, it's an inconvenience
2: to her to have to be locked
3: up,
0: which <laughs> she no should be having fun at a no party. now.
1: yeah. Uh, Mike, have you have you I found have. one? Yes, and it's less of an action or plot part <laughs> and more of a cinematography. But Ooh. there is a scene or I guess a shot in a scene where the boys are driving up to the high school and but like it's sort of like pulled back and Buffy is just like sitting mm, on top oh, of yeah. the railing going down the stairs and she just looks, looks so so, cool. so amazing. She's got yeah. those small sunglasses on. She doesn't look like she has a care in the world. And I can see why those senior boys were drawn into this <laughs> yeah. lonely girl sitting by herself.
0: So true. Very um, cool. Thing. I actually I mean another big car moment since we're on the topic. I love when Cordelia <laughs> yes. drives up to the mm. Frat House and like almost crashes into the car that's I, like parked. <laughs> and I she says she did Why do they, they always park so close to you? She <laughs> might have bumped the car.
2: I thought she did hit the car at first when I was watching it and I was like, that's amazing if she just completely I was like, this is like me trying to park.
0: <laughs> and of course her license plate, Queen C. It's like of course. They've re- this woman is fully <laughs> realized. Um, moving on. Fashion moment. Uh Matt, what was the fashion moment of the episode for you?
2: Okay. It comes in the very first scene, and uh Willow was wearing overalls. And I I love an overall look. They're making a, a comment. I've seen it a lot in media and also just in general life. And every time I see it, I'm like, man, that's a good look. And I wish I, I wish I could I I don't think I could pull off the overalls look, but I wish I could no, because I didn't. I had to thank Brendan for agreeing with me because <laughs> I've been enjoying it and I I just love that Willow was able to achieve what I what I would like to be able to someday.
1: Matt, you gotta get yourself yeah. some overalls. You could you could definitely pull off an overall. Well, I think I you could do maybe like like one. the light blue
4: denim overalls just a straw hat okay. i think you'd look great
2: with a straw oh, i don't know about a straw hat but yeah I, I i love an overall look and so willow in the very first scene wearing overalls really really spoke to me
0: hey but, if uh, you like willow and overalls do i have a show for you <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> sounds weirdly sexual i don't know why
0: <laughs> um, overalls are one of the least
4: sexual articles of really, like, really <laughs> on over your entire body <laughs> and that sounds like a butt flap maybe um Gagin, if if you'd pick a day to wear overalls, I'll wear them with you. Because I I wanted to experiment with some overalls also. I think we would look great together.
2: All right. How does uh, March 25th work for you? <laughs> I
4: was All doing right. the same day.
2: Okay, great. March 25th. Mark yeah, it down. Overall day. And listeners of Buffy Boyfriends, hold us to that, please. Message us on March <laughs> <Please> 24th. <do. laughs> Remind us. Tomorrow's the big overall day.
0: Hopefully you've purchased overalls by that point. Oh, I'll
2: get on Amazon right after. Right after
0: this. Uh, I almost called you Nicole, even though I do know your name, Brandon. Uh, what is? Uh, what was your fashion? Moment? Well, you know, we, so. we still
4: haven't decided who's going to take whose name, so maybe I'll pull a new thing and take her first name. Who's going to take <laughs> whose first? Nicole name?
3: Ruffle.
4: <laughs> well, we're both yeah, well, Nicole yo, Ruffle you, now.
3: Your last name and her first name. That's a good idea.
4: Um, my fashion moment of the episode comes at the frat party when we see the pledge wearing that, that low cut shirt and the, uh, the bow tie Hmm. looks really good. I think that, I think that is a, a better femme type outfit that works for that guy's body.
1: Yes, it looks like they. It it seems like they put more thought into the what their actual pledges are going to wear, rather than the party crashers.
0: Well, they had all their sizes and measurements. I'm sure they went to the tailor and got a beautiful. I bet they have. I bet one of the brothers of the frat. Hey, gay men can be bad too, and they want to be rich. I'm sure there's a gay frat brother who is a drag queen who put the pledges (laughs) in the drag and then went downstairs and summoned a snake (laughs) demon. I think that's exactly right, Um, Mike. What was your fashion moment of the episode
1: yeah um something we've commented on season two the fashion is not as distinct as season one but buffy had a very nice green skirt um early in the episode which i really enjoyed and i think she was wearing like a white blousey top with like some light flower print on it and i was great
4: uh, i'd like that outfit too
1: yeah buffy usually knows how to put together an outfit.
0: Yes, quite usually. And I agree that season two has been less distinct on the fashion, but I do feel like at least in this episode, it was like noticeably good. Like I felt like in the first scenes that like the characters were looking like kind of cool, if not like, you're, it's not like drawing so much attention to it that you're like, why the fuck would anyone wear that as it has been in previous episodes? My fashion of the moment of the episode was <laughs> the headshot of the missing girl. she was serving. like she <laughs> that was her, like she those are like professional photos, I thought, taken. and like the, like in the newspaper, she was like, Vogueing, those are photos like, taken in
4: the cave yeah ready ready for her photo shoot
0: <laughs> she looked good she had taken the tyra bank school of modeling for that missing girl photo I'm, and i'm sure that that photo inspired a lot of people to be looking for her they were like wait we really do need to find the girl she, she looks great <laughs> um moving on to xander slander matt well first time viewer said maybe xander's not the worst guy in the world what was the worst thing he did in this episode for you
2: yeah, I I knew I was supposed to be on the lookout for for some bad Xander moments, but I don't know. Maybe this was just an unnaturally decent episode for him, but he 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 didn't really uh make you know turned me off too badly and so i'm just gonna go with a with a, another fashion moment i know that you loved his look when uh he went to the frat party but i think that he was uh he was begging to be uh, to be captured when he's uh, with his red tucked in collared yeah. shirt and khakis and his stupid hair i think sure. he looked like a dork even if you think he he looked like a a frat bro i don't i don't think i don't like that look anyway so just, i uh didn't appreciate his uh his get up in this episode
0: He unfortunately looked hot to me
4: Yeah, (laughs) at the time of recording. Uh, Yeah, my my moment would probably just be, he said he didn't have such a a terrible episode, but I guess more so his motivation for going to the party in the first place was just out of pure jealousy. So I I guess him crashing, I guess, is... my Xander slander. He really just wanted to cock block Buffy yeah. from the and, and he older frames guys. it,
2: and he frames it like I have to go to uh protect Buffy, which, yeah, yeah, that's, that's not why you're going. Come on. No.
4: He loves to act like he could yeah. do anything at all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh and he got all those free hors d'oeuvres, it seemed like. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And those girls he was talking to seemed to be laughing. Yeah. Yeah. He was, enter- he was he was
2: entertaining reason. those girls somehow. Yeah.
1: Talking about whatever yeah i don't It was, <laughs> so it was stupid. i kind of tune out when it's just a xander solo scene yeah with two girls we've never heard of before <laughs> uh my worst xander moment yeah there's not that much i mean after how incredibly awful he was in the last episode i feel like we were we needed a cool down on the xander slander um yeah he yeah not so he was fine it was whatever damn
0: i actually well i agree it wasn't like the worst episode of all time for xander but i thought someone would say this before me but now i get to be original (laughs) uh there's a part in the library where buffy's trying to convince giles to let her like go out and like she's trying to lie and like get out of doing the patrolling for being a vampire slayer and xander tries to like throw her under the bus to like not allow her to like go to the frat party to giles he's like uh You have the responsibilities, like blah, 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 trying to make it all super important when it's like Mm -hmm. he's just serving his own selfish desires, uh, Uh, even though he knows Buffy wants to go and, like, have fun and deserves a single night off.
1: Absolutely. At least one. And she didn't even get it. At least. Yeah. It's true. That She's not going to get any more. Spend your day, day off
2: getting chained up in the basement. That's not a day <laughs> off in my book.
1: I it is. I'm ready my plug, for like, <laughs> I'm ready for one episode where Buffy does get a day off. No monsters, <laughs> no vampires. Let me stay day, day off. Oh, gets to, like, yeah. hang out. Buffy's
0: day off, another g- gossip girl name in connection. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Buffy summers this day off. Uh yeah, no, I agree. I would love to see an episode where she just goes to the mall uh and talks to a 16-year-old boy. Yeah. <laughs> and I
4: think, I think Buffy uh, deserves her muff to get stuffed.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Buffy's muff got stuffed.
0: No comment. Um <laughs> What? What do you even? Say? Now I'm I've lost my train of thought completely. What segment are we even <laughs> the in? The start of the
3: episode. What are um, we on? Sorry.
0: Oh, great. Right. We're sort of between segments, bantering. I get it. Uh, we're on to she slayed. <laughs> yeah, that's a... the your favorite character of the episode. Uh, Matt. And
2: you know what? I mentioned it as soon as I started watching. I was able to tell that Cordelia was a star, so I am going to honor her by uh. She really did slay. Like I said, her fake laugh made me laugh every time. Her parking skills—I I really related to her in that situation. Um, much like Brendan, she was on hair watch this episode. She really had a lot to say about Buffy's mm-hmm. hair, which which uh was fun to watch the whole. And you know what? She, like I said, she's just a star. She slayed. I love Cordelia, and uh, I can't wait to to see more Cordelia moments when I finally watch the show from the beginning.
0: Thank you for bringing up the fake laugh. That was what I forgot that I wanted to reference before. Not since Final Fantasy X has there been a more iconic, terrible laugh uh nobody sure here is getting <laughs> no, not, that's no. fine anyway brendan she slayed what was your favorite character? i'm sorry i
4: was your one chance at understanding that but i've never played an ff before and it's it's really it's i well i distinctly
0: experience. remember you doing an impression of the guy at the shop in red dead redemption 2 or something uh <laughs> evil
4: 4 that's gigan's great impression he does what are you
3: plugging <laughs> we'll save, the,
4: we'll yeah. save that for oh, later. We'll save yeah, okay, for that. okay, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Which I've also oh, never played, but it's no <laughs> reference. Uh, anyway, uh, so, so like, I don't even
0: remember what it is. who's <laughs> your favorite character in the episode? <laughs> uh,
4: Willow. Willow is the best. She is the funniest character on the show to me, and is so adorable. I also like what what Game said before about her yelling at the two men. She really let them have it, uh, and she is kind of just uh, she's the doer of this episode. She makes it all come together. She tries her best to let Buffy have her fun, but when it really comes down to it, she knows what needs to happen. So way to go, Willow.
1: Love that. Michael, you know, it, I sound like a broken record Cordelia. she's like, she's the best part of every episode she's ever in. And I, I love that. She, I, I said at the top, um, she's not just comedic relief anymore. Although that is still her primary point of the cast. Um, she's being integrated into the plot and I, you know, you two wouldn't have seen this, but in a previous episode, we saw her like hanging out with the gang, getting ready to slay some vampires. And she was like sharpening some stakes. I'm ready for Cordy's first kill. Mm. Oh, I, I'm on Cordy's oh, first kill okay. watch. Let's go. We'll have to see
0: when that, if that ever happens. Uh, um, for me, I mean, yeah, like Cordelia. I, I, I mean, I'll <laughs> say that for 90% of the episodes that she's in, like she is an icon and I love her. Every single step of the way. Um, that about wraps us up. We sadly don't have a five-star review to read. Oh. um, so that's too bad. Uh, and if you ever want to submit your own analysis, might read it on the show for a little uh analyzing from a fan. We do have a mailbox that you can sort of drop us a line uh, whenever you want. Anyway, guys, uh, thank you so much for being here. This was such yes, a delight.
4: Thanks for having us. I was very excited I... to do this.
2: I was. I've been looking forward to this day as soon as was as it was scheduled, both because I knew I was going to get to watch an episode of the show that I've wanted to watch, and also because I knew I'd get to talk to to you, lovely gentlemen.
0: Oh yes. Oh wow! Such honor. So, and I echo exactly what you said. Um, so, Matt, would you like to do the honor of moving us into the plug section of the show? Oh wait! All before right. we do that, next episode <laughs> titled <laughs> your <turn>. "Halloween."
1: Whoa. <laughs> Fashion moments are going to be off Mm. the chart. I don't know, though. They got to be crazy on this show.
2: They they better go wild for the Halloween episodes.
1: Yeah, I'm going to retract what I just said because the last episode was like a pseudo Halloween episode and everyone wore a racist costume. Mm. So (laughs) I'm (laughs) hoping that they got that out of their system. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) Never Never show to get it out. Matt,
0: please. (laughs) All right. What are we plugging? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh brandon hey what
4: have you got i uh, will say so i mentioned it at the top of the show but we are the lonely boys and we have a show where we re-watch gossip girl much like this show matthew here is the expert i am the newbie we're watching it for the first time we're just about wrapping up season three by the time you hear this and we have three more to go and then maybe the reboot, I guess the reboot, we'll do it. We'll might do as it well all. The listen, one <laughs> we'll episode long. Only 22 <laughs> episodes, <laughs> there's on the there's only 22
2: episodes of the reboot. Yeah, we can yeah, make
4: yeah. It. We'll do it. But yeah, we'll listen to that show. It's, it's great. It's a lot of fun. We have a lot of great guests like Sam here. Um, and otherwise we have the Sandy boys on patreoncom slash the hoppy boys pod, where you can find all those episodes over there. Speaking of which the hoppy boys also have a big month of March coming up where we do a March band style tournament, with thirty-two different beers, Matt Aiken here is covering the non-alcoholic bracket, and uh, he's going to be coming over in a few days to come cover that live in person at the crematorium with me. Live
2: from the so crematorium. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. We're gonna
4: be drinking things like Capri Suns and sparkling be... seltzers, and Doctor Brew Doctor kombuchas. It's gonna be a lot of fun.
2: We're gonna be sharing headphones, sharing microphones, sharing, <laughs> sharing straws. Oh, Sharon... <laughs>
4: <yeah>. <laughs> so you can catch that uh, wherever you get your podcast at. The Happy Boys. Yes, I and I've been on the Hobby Boys Sam's as well. Sam's been on that as covering well, covering Seltzer. Covering seltzer yeah.
0: Uh, so you know what I'm rooting for in the non-alcoholic. <laughs> I know, just to take the whole tournament. i I'm a Blast, baby. Believe yeah. Baja Blast seltzer is the best beer. <laughs> we'll be beating all the beers. And that's if you listen
4: the... to the Hobby Boys or the Lonely Boys in the upcoming months, you will hear maybe uh, a little appearance by Sam on an ad that's going to be promoting this. Oh, my God, show. I'm <laughs> so sorry.
0: I'm sorry I haven't no, said it. You. it, it, it it's, <laughs> I, I don't need until the end of the week that's That's fine thank you um
1: (laughs) what are you doing that for
0: for the the hobby boys wow um mike what are you plugging (laughs) what are you plugging (laughs) i I gotta look it up i gotta look it up to be able to get into character so figure out my keyword
1: um well we are at buffy boyfriends on twitter so please follow us uh we will have all of the fashion moments we just talked about that you can go you can see what we've been saying. You can see the explosive fashion of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Um, I am at Flawless Lawless on Instagram, still private. Um, So I don't know why I keep plugging that. Uh, <laughs> I might just, re- I'm going to have to pull that out of my spiel, mm. um, but not this week. Uh, But that, that's about it. <laughs> I can cut it out if you want me
0: to. Uh, for me, as always, Bitter Juror's Pod, we've, released the cast assessment for season 44 to quite a lot of fanfare felt like people were really excited about our episode really liked it Uh, a lot of current castaways the cast of season 44 jumping into our dms to talk to us about it uh and so it's been going awesome thrilled love love survivor it's almost back march 1st international women's day celebration survivor 44 (laughs) uh i mean women's month i'm so sorry to divide by 30 on
1: women's uh history and i just found out 31 31 even yeah today or yesterday that buffy herself is a survivor fan
2: yes
0: sarah Michelle Deller once left a voice note for parvati shallow uh when she was appearing on the drop your buffs pod
2: oh wow that is that's incredible to find out
0: I'll I'll try to link to it uh if I recall us having this conversation. So 90% chance I'm not going to <laughs> <laughs> We can insert
1: that right okay. here. But yeah, here's it's there here's you go. Sarah Michelle Geller saying <laughs> hi parv. She's like hey parv, it's Sarah.
0: <laughs> hey, parv, it's me, Puffy. <laughs> it is really cool to hear like and it seems like she really does like Puffy. Uh which is awesome. Annie and you can follow me at Sam Stanish across the damn web. Uh Oh, if you're a Survivor fan and you're in the New York area, come to Crystal Lake for watch parties this year. I'm producing Gabe Brigado's watch parties. We're thinking—I mean, we, we haven't landed on a name yet—but I really like Survivor UTR as the watch party title. Uh, so hopefully that's what it is. Anyway, come through. This—that's all my—that's all my plugs. Slay. Slay. guys! Thanks Slay. again for being here. Slay. Lonely Boys is keep, constantly keeping me going. Yeah. Love Lonely Boys. Love two-hour episodes for my long run. <laughs> for your long for, runs, you baby. It's, oh, the, it's yeah. the
2: perfect podcast for a long run.
4: Indeed. It's it the, the Lonely Boys is truly the runner's pod. It really is. I'm about to go for a run at this. Maybe I'll listen to my own show. Hey, or maybe I'll wait to... till I have the runs and listen to it on the toilet.
2: I'm about to run after this as well, but unfortunately nice. I've already you listened do. to our... th- it. Oh,
4: wow. That's all just a three-way we
3: call.
2: Well, unfortunately, I've all I've already listened to our episodes for this week. I while I was running on, on Friday. So I, I can't I can't. I listen barely, to listen,
4: it. barely listen when I edit, so I'm not gonna but listen to it again. I'll t-
2: I'll tell you what I am gonna listen to. The Bitter jurors cast assessment, which is the only pregame coverage that I listen to with Survivor these days. Wow!
0: Uh, wow! So are, yeah, you, are you saying you have listened to it, or you're going? I have to not.
2: It? I'm going to mm-hmm. uh, probably well, on the on the tail end of my run. I will. I means will Means a lot.
0: Uh, I mean, it is two hours and forty five minutes. So, if people want, uh, yeah, but on
2: two X baby, that's one twenty two and thirty seconds. It's
0: a nice. one know. Run. It's not too bad, uh, and I think that about wraps us up. Thanks again for being here, you guys. This is awesome. We'll we'll, we'll be back. Oh, I hope so.
2: (laughs) Get ready. Slay.